Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rev Poly G radio show. This is our first midweek show, Wednesday Drop, and I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, Wednesdays are going to be a little bit different than Friday. Wednesday, I want to do a little bit more focus on a devotional and sharing, and then Friday is going to be a big show, multi-topics and everything with our special guests. So today, um, I want to kick us off with this, with featuring a little bit about, I've been going through some of my classes, my ordination classes, and I've been taking two of them. One was church administration, finance, and law, which I assure you is just as exciting as it sounds. And the second one was pastoral ministry. And the pastoral ministry one hit on some stuff that I really wanted to talk about that affects not just me as a a pastor, but it affects all of us, really. Um, The focus is on what the pastor needs to do in this book, but I think we can all take away from this. And one of those components is the rhythms of life. You know, we go through different things, and we we have a rhythm of life in our jobs. We have a rhythm of life in our families and our ministry. And within those things, certain things have to happen. You know, um, the rhythm of your job, you have to show up. You have to put in a good effort. You have to work. That is the rhythm of your job or else you find yourself out of sync with what your company needs for you, with what your employer needs from you. Uh, We also have a rhythm within our life of needing rest. Um, And for the minister who... No, when you start thinking about it, as a pastor, I have not just my life for me personally, but I have my family. Um, within my family, I have my wife, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my son, uh, my relationship with my father who lives with us as well. All those things are part of the rhythm of my life as a minister. And we have to make sure that we are taking time for rest. And rest seems to be almost a new cuss word for us in this world, a new four-letter word. We don't like to do it. We are a no-days-off society now, and I think no-days-off has turned us into absolute beasts of people, whether you are following Jesus or not. We are absolutely just... The no-days-off mentality has turned us into greedy monsters and has taken our eyes off what truly needs to happen in our lives. So no days off is a great principle, but it doesn't work. Um, Even if you're just talking exercise and going to the gym, you talk to anybody who is a, who is a nutritionist, you talk to anybody who is a physical therapist, talk to anybody who is a personal trainer, and you're going to find that no days off is not recommended. It doesn't give you time to re-energize. It doesn't give you time to heal. And it's not even a spiritual principle. Um, Working on the concept that everything is spiritual and nothing really is unspiritual in our lives because it all ties together, no days off physically turns into no days off spiritually. We're talking about no Sabbath. Um, The Sabbath principle really is it's God's answer to our our need to prove ourselves, our need to constantly drive towards goals and never settle. Um, when, When God designed us, he designed us with the need to commune and the need to be with other people and relax. I mean, you just look back in Genesis and what did God do every day? He walked in the garden in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve. And I think that's awesome that God built in to our our makeup 
and into the world a Sabbath to protect us, really, from ourselves, to protect us from the dangers of physical exhaustion, um, stress, you know, just how we completely shrug off relationships to get things done. Um, and that includes, you know, making our jobs our idols, making what we do so so important. So Sabbath is so important. As a minister, I'm really bad at this. So you would say, um, you know, my office hours are Monday through Thursday. I'm supposed to have Monday or Friday and Saturday off, and then Sunday we have church. And can I tell you how how often that happens? Not often. Um, work Monday through Thursday, guarantee. I'm usually here Friday for at least part of the day and sometimes Saturday as well. Um, no days off. And it wears on me. It, wear, it wears on my family. And it's so important that we, we take the time to do this. You know, we find a rhythm to our Sabbath, a rhythm to finding rest because we, we just don't, let's face it, there's no time clock we punch, okay? Um, it's not like I show up here at the church at 8.30 after I drop off my son's school and punch in, do my work, and leave. This week so far, I've been on the phone with people as late as nine o'clock at night. Um, I've been here. Um, we've had families that we've known who have have family in the emergency room, who have had health emergencies, who have had funerals, who have had all sorts of things happening. And this is all part of the load that a minister carries. Um, and then I think about the people that come to my church and what they have to deal with. They all have jobs to go to. They all have their kids that they have to deal with. They all have their kids' school. They all have all this stuff that adds up to finding no time for rest. You know, what, whatever it may be, we have to find ways. Um, everybody's like, well, Sunday is the Sabbath. Can I tell you something? I don't relax on Sunday. I may take a nap on Sunday, but Sunday is not relaxing for me. It's a work day. So, you got to find something that you can consistently honor as your Sabbath, something that you can consistently do. Um, a lot of times for me, you know, it's finding something you enjoy to do. It, you know, remember the phrase, go fly a kite. You know, go out, go do something. Go do something that you enjoy. Um, because it, this life can be draining, emotionally draining for everybody. Um some, some of that stuff can be avoided, but there's a lot of stuff that can't be. Um, we have workplaces. We have people we have to deal with that we don't want to deal with. Uh, people that may suck the life out of your existence. Uh, activities that may suck the life out of your existence. Things you don't want to do. These are realities for all of us. The only thing I can come up with is to ensure that the time for the life-giving activities is available. So I spent time this week when I was thinking about this, about things that give me life, that bring me joy, that bring me passion. Um, I would have called them non-spiritual things, but the way we're viewing things is everything is spiritual that I can't say that anymore. So, you know, things like golfing, 
Um, I've taken back up to repairing, assembling clubs because I enjoy it so much. I hope it, I hope it turns into a business, but I don't care if it does because I'm doing it for friends and I'm enjoying myself. Um, I think about going golfing by myself, uh, with, with my boss, with my friends, whoever, however, whatever baseball season is here. How much do I enjoy going and watching a baseball game or even just sitting down and listening to one on the radio or the TV, you know? Whatever is going on, you got to find those activities. And I think that's important for us as individuals, but it's also important for us within our family units as well. We have to make sure that that time, that rhythm of rest that we do individually, that we wrap up with our families and we wrap up with those who need it just as much as we do. Um, so you have to find out things that bring joy to your family. Um, you have to find those things out and really spend the time learning them. I, I have to know that one of the things that my wife absolutely loves is going to the zoo and walking around and seeing all the animals. And my son enjoys it too. It's a great family rhythm of rest. But sometimes the things we like to do are just lay around the house and chill out and relax and catch up. And that is part of the rhythm of rest too. So the point is this. There's going to be things in your life that drag you down. There are going to be things in your life that make you feel like you're overwhelmed and there's too much. But then there's going to be things in your life that bring you joy. Not just people, but activities. And you have to be able to get out and do that stuff. God has put them there in your life so that your passion, your joy, and your zeal for life can be sustained. We're social beings... We're created to rest. We have to have a social interaction. These life-giving activities are going to bring and refill our passions. So I want to challenge you guys as you head into this week and this weekend. Um, you know, go fly a kite if you need to. Get outside. Enjoy the sunshine. Take a walk. Go explore the woods. Go explore a shopping mall, a city, whatever you need to do. But go and find your rhythm of rest and find how you can recharge your batteries in your life. This is, uh, this is the Rev Polygy Radio Show. We'll see you Friday for the big show. So keep loving God, keep loving people and doing good. And we'll see you on Friday. Take care.